you're listening to the Art with Soul podcast. Fortnightly conversations on the artist's journey to inspire your creative soul. And I'm your host, Shinjini. Welcome back. After hitting publish on the previous podcast where I spoke about time management for artists, I got to thinking more deeply about these times we are living in. Many countries have gone into second and even third lockdowns. Many of us who hold down corporate jobs have been working largely from home since over a year. Things are still uncertain out there with no real clarity on how or when they will go back to normal. I sometimes even wonder if we will ever go back to normal, you know. And there's no telling what the new normal will be like. And though I really hope that we're all coping reasonably well, there could be a certain level of fatigue or a low-lying anxiety beginning to creep in. And this could impact our sense of well-being, our decision-making ability and it could also leak into how we show up for our creative practices as well as how we react to our creative practices. So when we are more confident, we are more sure of what it is that we are doing and when we are in this state of fatigue and anxiety, we tend to second-guess our moves. So I thought that it may be helpful, not just for these times, but for any time that you're feeling overwhelmed or depressed or anxious, to share some strategies that I have found helpful in such times. Of course, I think it goes without saying that none of what I'm going to say replaces therapy or medication if you need that. But these are just some of the strategies that have helped me to cope with my own periods of depression and anxiety. As someone who suffers from depression, I've often felt the wings of sadness weigh down on me. There are times when just showing up in the studio and having that sense of control over my time has helped me to shift my mood. But there have been periods when the darkness of depression has expressed itself in a feeling of emotional numbness that nothing has been able to penetrate. I have still managed to show up in the studio at such times. And I think that just comes from the fact that I have really put in a lot of effort into building an almost daily art practice, which is something that I've spoken on on previous episodes as well, and I will link to those in the show notes. So at such times, uh, when I do show up in the studio, I can push paint around the canvas, 
but the feedback that i look for from my art and which is the way that i like to paint which is kind of like listening to what the painting wants to become and drawing that out that feedback is missing and that can make my numbness feel worse but on the other end of the spectrum if i simply don't show up to my painting table if i give in to the weight of that numbness i can go for weeks lost in a haze of darkness so over the years what i've come to realize is that showing up for my creativity in some form has become an important part of my toolkit when it comes to fighting depression as has allowing myself to just not have to deal with anything that feels like too much you know and some days painting feels like too much and it's okay then to just not step into the studio but again when i'm lost in that fog of depression i can lose sight of how many days i have lost to the depression and i have not shown up for my creative practices and the thing that has helped me to overcome this is to keep a track of my art time and i do this very simply i just write down the word art on my calendar every day that i show up to the studio be that for 5 minutes or 5 hours so when i can see at a glance that i have gone too many days without any studio time i can make the effort to show up and that tends to help on the days when i'm not getting the feedback i need from my intuitive paintings or from my painting practice i tend to gravitate towards painting portraits i find sketching and painting the face to be almost a form of self portraiture with the expression and the colors on my whimsical girls reflecting a piece of me back to myself and again with painting portraits the amount of feedback that i'm looking for from that painting is a lot less than what i'm looking for when i'm painting intuitively so that also helps me to feel that agency of taking back some control of doing some sort of an art practice even through my depression and that feeling of taking back some control goes a long way towards helping me to see that i can fight the fog but on days when even uh, painting a portrait feels like a burden i like to still just go in and either clean up my art table um or do some bit of organizing around the studio or i'll prep some art jo- some pages in my art journal or just organize my collage materials so all of these small little things that are also very much a part of the creative practice these are the kind of things that i then tend to focus on 
so i might create some collage papers or swatch some paints and that is something that i generally just don't have the patience to do otherwise because i'd rather just get in there and start painting already i don't want to be swatching but i do tend to swatch sometimes when i'm just too numb to do too much else the other thing that i find very helpful at times is to paint my feelings so that looks like allowing color and gestural marks to express some of the unexplainable sorrow or some of the anxiety that i may be feeling i find this helpful because sometimes when i look down at that feeling painting i often want to then bring out some beauty from that sorrow it's the first stirring of light in the darkness that is enveloping me there are also days of course when i just simply tear that page out and throw it and even that is cathartic so that's another really good technique to try with any emotion actually not just depression or anxiety even your happy emotions and your hopeful emotions and any other sort of uh, emotional charge can be dispelled and worked with in this way through paint it is a really excellent non-destructive way of dealing with and perhaps even shifting your emotions it's something that has almost always worked for me and I hope that you get to try it and that it works for you as well. And then there are other days when I may just sit down in my studio so I have that sense of visual connection to this being my art space and to just simply being in there. And I might just sit in there and watch art videos on YouTube or uh, in a course that I'm taking because that's all that I feel capable of just watching other people create um and that also serves as a touchstone to my creativity because some of what i watch penetrates the fog and comes out you know when i'm kind of ready to go back and paint again and like i mentioned there are days when i just do not show up at the studio and when you are dealing with depression or anxiety or or just feeling really overwhelmed with everything that is happening in the world or with you it is important to allow for you know just for those days when you don't pressure yourself to do anything creative or to show up in the studio or to be productive in any way and to just kind of be with those feelings um sounds counterintuitive but that is also important just yeah just resting and just kind of being and maybe sleep sleep a lot that's what i do sometimes but like i mentioned it's very easy for those days to turn into weeks uh, at least for me so i have learned that i need to find a balance between the two allowing myself to not show up and taking myself to the studio even if it's just for 10 minutes uh, that balance i find personally important i also find journaling very helpful and i have i have a whole box 
filled with words that I've cut out from magazines and newspapers. And when I'm too depressed to show up to my journal and sit down and write, because, you know, it some days it feels like I just don't have any words and it's all just a void in my mind. That's when I pull that box of cut out words and I do some cut and paste journaling. So I just look at those words and I, and I pick them up and make them into little sentences and phrases. And sometimes that may lead into written journaling, but that's really not the point. The point is just to move those words around, to just put words together when they're not coming out from me, to see them in front of me and just put them together. And sometimes those words, you know, when I'm just doing that cut and paste journaling, there will be some deep truths or some much needed reminders that will just come out of that entire process. And I do track all of these things that I do because in a way they feel like accomplishments. You know, when I can show up for myself in some way and take back some bit of control from the darkness. I think personally, I think that it's really important to track that agency that you have over yourself. And as I flip back over my planner, I can quickly see all the ways in which I have been able to continue to function well despite the darkness. And that serves as a reminder to me that while my darkness and while my depression may be a visitor, it cannot hold me in its clutches forever. As I've dealt with these bouts of depression over the years, I've found that it's very important for me to feel like I'm being productive. But just mindlessly checking off a to-do list also isn't helpful because... I could end up doing things that feel productive but aren't meaningful or helpful for me because when I look back at it, when I'm out of my depression, it's very easy to just pull myself right back down. So as an example, during one depressive episode, I decided that one way that I could take agency over myself was to reorder my bookshelf by color because that was the trend at that time it was everywhere and I did it and I hated it because I like having my books ordered by author loosely by genre but that's not really important but I want them ordered by author and looking at that color coordinated bookshelf which was on trend um, I mean I was nice, I was being productive in a way, but I actually couldn't find any of my books when I wanted them. So I had to go back and reorder my bookshelf, which is a pain and which was not fun. So it is important to know your areas of interest and as far as possible, try and find things to do within those areas when you're grappling with depression. That at least is what helps me. 
those are just a few of the things that serve as touchstones for me helping me to deal with my depression and i hope that opening up and sharing how i navigate my art and creative practice through these times may be helpful for any of you who are also suffering from depression or who have or are having a particularly difficult time right now if you have any more questions for me or if you would like to talk through any of this you can drop me a direct message on instagram at moderngypsy.in and i'll be happy to talk to you and share anything else that i can to help you if you need that i'll meet you back here with the next episode of the podcast on the 15th of march take care loves bye thank you for tuning into the art with soul podcast if you enjoyed the episode please consider sharing it with your creative friends and if you share it on instagram do tag me there at moderngypsy.in until next time take care and keep creating